I was watching TikTok. What were you watching? Oh, just the For You page. It's become a thing. TikTok's become a thing. Yeah, I haven't done any TikToks, but I've started consuming them. It's only a matter of time until you're doing your own. I know, maybe it's the next fine for me. And then your kids get older and they're embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not old enough to be embarrassed, I don't think yet. Not yet. Soon. Yeah. And they come across it's bad enough that these podcasts exist for them to discover. Oof. Oof. Oh no. I've never thought about that. Yeah, they'll be bored. They won't sit here and listen to these. They'll just be yeah. more interested in um, the short form TikTok. And if you're on that platform, they'll hate you. All right. Well, we'll see where it goes. I sit around and pick my nose now, but I'm not picking for boogers. This is a new thing I do. I just pick out the hairs in my nose. Oh, really? I just grab hold of them and pull them. I can never pull out a hair like that. It's what I do. I can't grip it hard enough with even like with my nail grabbing it i can never i can never get enough grip before we started recording here i had I, the longest one came out that i've had so far really probably an inch wow mm -hmm. you need that hair yep. in your i don't nose. like it i don't like it i don't want it well you need it especially now it's protecting you from covid no, my antibodies are protecting me from COVID, and I'm also a mouth breather. I'll become a mouth breather constantly, so fuck my nose. Mm. <laughs> fuck my nose. You need hair in your mouth. Yeah. If it grows in my mouth, then I'll leave it there because I'm going to okay. breathe through my mouth. <laughs> so whatever that, that disorder is, that hairy tongue disorder, that's what I need to get. Ugh. Disgusting. Stuff like that and like tumors that have teeth in them. Ugh. Nail. What is that? What's wrong with the human body? Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. Hello. Hello. How are you feeling? I'm feeling fine. Okay. We, we, we continue on, I guess, in these episodes. That we put out for people to listen to. Mm-hmm. Whatever's next. I'm feeling, I don't know what I'm feeling. Yeah, you're, you're, something's happening. Yeah, whatever. I'm feeling closed. That's bad. That's bad for our show. Well, I'm feeling closed off. Maybe we'll open up. I'll open up as this episode recording continues on. Okay. So, yes, this week, I'm like, I'm frustrated with the whole thing, by the way. Oh, because we released I, for the past month. I think it's been pretty clear, clearly stated what's going on and what these next shows were going to be. The last show was you talking about your separation, divorce. This one it was talking about us dating the next one will be about us breaking up and there seems to be confusion. What, what's going on? How's what, are they together now or not? Uh, I listened to the show. I can't really make sense of it. I'm really getting sick of this. Just in I didn't see stuff like that. Just in general in my life. I feel as though I speak pretty clearly. I, I lay things out and, and they're stated as and people just can't seem to grasp it. I don't understand. Yeah. Why don't you listen? If you listen, it's pretty clear. I know I'm testy, and to start the show like this is probably driving people away, but what I, I can't. I don't know why it bothers me so much. Well, uh, uh, we talked about attachment um, personalities or whatever. What's it called? Attachment um, styles or whatever uh, in our last episode a little bit, and I think for you as an anxious attachment that you have a real need to be understood and heard. I'm not anxious. I'm not anxious. I am anxious, but I'm not anxious attachment. You're not? No, I'm anxious avoidant. Oh, well, I I'm sure part of that includes what I'm talking about. I choose to avoid, and that's how I avoid my anxiety. I avoid... <clears throat> 
that's what I worked on changing. I avoid confrontation, conflict, discussing, sharing. You know, this whole show has been an exercise in me working on moving away from being avoidant. So mm-hmm. maybe in that process, there's more direct anxiety. But uh, yeah, if, you're, if I'm going to explain myself, it's hard enough to do it and put things out there. And if I'm going to try to do it, to have mm-hmm. to be met with misunderstanding, it's quite frustrating. Yeah. Huh? What's going on? And then this weird, I know that this show shouldn't be about this and it's not going to be all about this, but it's very strange to me. The way the dynamics work on the internet. Some people are just getting word of this. And then there's other people who come and say, that news is so old. Oh, yeah. oh I know. Yeah, okay. You people feel so good about that. You proud of yourself for shaming this other person for not being up with everything? And you, look, I appreciate that you follow along close enough to, to know what's going on. But it's a, it's a strange thing that you're taking pride in being a person who's in the know. Well, okay, so that's a problem with um, social media in general because you go and you write something and the tone or body language is not applicable. And so it's difficult to gauge where it's coming from because if you were in a conversation and someone was like, that's happening, what? And so it was like, oh, yeah, it's been half known about it for like months. Do you know what I mean? It wouldn't be like, <laughs> I've known about it for months. You know, it could just... It could just be like someone having a different tone than you think, or it could be what you're talking about. I don't know, but that is a problem with social media in general. Okay. Well, maybe I'm just using this discussion to avoid our topic. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what I, I I don't know if I want to get into it or not. In doing these episodes, you know, it's supposed to be putting our feelings on display. Here's what's going on. This is what's happening. We should have recorded when I was angry. Well, one, we should have recorded when I was broken. How about that? And upset and sad and then angry. Now I'm just shut down. No one's going to get anything out of this. It's just going to be, here's what happened. This thing happened. This happened. How about this? Here's this thing. Robot. Hmm. Anyway, welcome to this week's episode (laughs) of One Topic, where... We stick to the topic of Autumn and Greg dated at a relationship that went on for a year. How about that, huh? How about that? Hidden from you this whole time, the listener. Yeah. Never, never brought up. Uh, the, I didn't want to bring it up. Because uh, Travis and I hadn't, like, not everyone knew about our separation. And I didn't feel comfortable sort of spreading that news. And then also saying that we were dating simultaneously. I just didn't feel, like, comfortable with that. And I guess until things were more finalized, then that's when... I was okay with talking about it or it being something more public, but then we kind of broke up by the time that went down. Yeah, it's uh, next week's topic. So we'll get, we'll get into it then. I know I'm coming off as bitter. Uh, yeah, whatever. These are normal feelings. I'm not, uh, not going to apologize for a thing. So, okay. so we dated. Yeah. <laughs> I think I feel as though that this episode is going to start veering towards the breakup, but that's got to be saved because that's that's the more present subject. Yeah. I mean, we can talk about the feeling that you and I experienced. Well, we can just talk about leading up to us dating. I know that we set up. You know, the fact that we kind of moved straight into it yeah, last week because for whatever reason, after however long of knowing each other, what was it at that point? Eight, 19, 18 years. Well, it was 2001. Two. When did I meet you? 2001. End of 2001. Yeah, I think so. 
middle of 2000, whatever. Uh, so yeah, at that point we're at 17 years and for some reason, oh, yeah. some reason our feelings and you know, some of it was <laughs> motivated by this podcast. Yeah. Feelings were growing. We were being open with each other and realized that, I don't know, we had more in common and connected in a deeper way than I ever thought was real or there or present. Mm -hmm. Usually it was autumn. Yeah, autumn's nice. I like autumn. I care about autumn. She's my friend. I'll protect autumn. But she's autumn. And then, I don't know. I don't, what, it, what it was exactly, I was like, oh, hey, we're pretty similar. And there's these things that I am sharing and revealing with you, not just on the show, but outside of the show that I want in life. And you're saying similar things. And it seems as though this matches. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't at first meant to be anything more than, oh, cool. We have these feelings and, uh, you know, before they grew into stronger <laughs> feelings. Yeah. You sound very defeated by this. Well, no, no, I, I didn't mean to sound defeated. I'm just feeling back in that place, you know, because even though, yeah, well, I mean, you can continue, but, but for me, while those feelings <clears throat> were blooming, you know, it was a really hard place for me because it was like magic on one side and then, um, like mourning on the other, you know, for my relationship with Travis ending. But then this like magic that I felt with you. Yeah, it's a it's a bad spot to be in. Overall, yeah. it's not a it's not a preferable spot to be in. I don't want to say bad because as you said, mm -hmm. there's good things, but it's not preferable and it's a lot to navigate. Um but So when I think back on it, it gives me this like strange memory, like body memory, you know of being really sad and confused and, but, and, and like everything's ending to everything's possible. Anything can be done with this person. I can do anything. I can be anything. That's a nice feeling to have. Mm -hmm. It was really nice. But going back to what I was saying, as they're growing, you know, there was denial at first yes. as to what they were at, at first. Well, it ramps up it crescendos. It's like, Oh wow. I'm feeling closer to autumn. And I enjoy talking to her about these bigger ideas and deeper things. And, you know, I already presented the fact that I like to feel understood. And it's like, yeah, I think she gets this I feel like she gets this. And then those feelings are ramping up. Uh, then there's denial and then there's the, okay, well, these are real. Let's acknowledge this. We can't pretend it's not real anymore, but we can't do anything about it. So uh, let's try to repurpose these feelings somehow. I don't know what that looks like, but just let it ride out and, you know, we can transcend what people normally do, which is enter a relationship and move to some higher plane of existence. Yeah. That's a nice idea. Mm-hmm. Big plans. No, it just turns out that, you know, still an animal. <laughs> Meaning, and I'm not some, you know, spirit, omnipresent ether <laughs> that can yeah. exist on a plane higher than, you know, the the romantic pull that most humans fall into. It grew into that ultimately. The idea was to just skip that and then go into this level yeah. in the universe. And these feelings yeah. can exist there. Because, it was a good idea. Because you're married. And, you know, simultaneously, as I say this, I don't want people to think that there were discussions that were had. Obviously, you were married and... There was a there was an emphasis put on protecting that relationship. And I do want to state, you know, I guess there's this idea that if I didn't know you so well and you were just someone that I met 
and we were getting along. And even if we were doing the podcast. Yeah. But it's like, all right, I don't really know you so well. I like you. We've spent the past nine months getting to know each other. But you're married and you're these feelings are growing and it's, I've got to leave. Like, I think the choice probably at that point is like, I just got to go away. Right. Yeah, there, there wouldn't be as much invested. But being friends for so long and having more of a relationship uh, than, you know, aforementioned, I've known you for a short period of short period of time. It's like, all right, well, I don't really, I can't just disappear from your life. That's not mm-hmm. feasible. So there's this idea, like I already said, that we'll place these feelings somewhere else and try to figure that out. But there was no intent of, and, and no pressure, I don't think. You, no. You can tell me differently, but I don't think I ever pressured you into leaving your marriage. No, there was no pressure from you. I mean, there were things... You know, things that I was realizing about myself um, accompanied with the feelings, I guess, that I was having with you and the understanding, I think, that I was getting with you that, you know, maybe in my marriage, I wasn't getting as much of like being I didn't feel as seen or heard, you know, so um, and then on top of that trying to figure out how am I going to move forward in, like I said in the last show, you know, with this way of thinking and approaching life that I have realized is not, is the easy, is, is the way that I've, I've learned and grown up with, but is not healthy for me or for a person and how they should live their lives or at least for me I didn't want to do that anymore so yeah it was it was something that personally I couldn't ignore and I couldn't I couldn't put you on a shelf you know I couldn't box you up I couldn't st- I couldn't box up my own feelings about what was going on and I couldn't stop the feelings that I had with you, I guess. And there was a lot going on simultaneously. And I do sometimes still wonder if I weren't around, if we didn't have those feelings, mm-hmm. uh, how things would have played out. Yeah. In your relationship with Travis. And I wonder that too. I, I don't I I wanna be someone that says like I still would have done it, you know, but I wonder if I would have had the courage or or at least what felt like a safety net <laughs> under that I know that that sounds kind of cruel or something or like I didn't think of it that way but I think looking back on it was like well I have somewhere safe to land you know to do this scary jump the feelings that you're having about your marriage were already yeah. there I don't I don't know if you were capable of admitting them if it weren't for us being open with each other. Yeah. So there were a lot of episodes where you would say something like you would, you would be revealing something about yourself and I would realize that I would lie and say like, I, I would, I've never done that. And realize later, like, I really consider myself someone who's truthful and I am lying to myself <laughs> and so, so that people will perceive me a certain way or so, and not, not just people, but so that I'll be perceived a certain way. And <clears throat> when you, when I started to see you truly being honest and me feeling like, oh, me and him are the same. We're both honest. And then it realizing like, no, I'm not. You know, that that was the beginning. That was like the the first sort of, you know, like uh, crack in my facade. Yeah. You saying, you know, trying to control your image for people listening. It's a hard thing to not want to do that. Yeah. At the beginning of the show, when I said I was coming off as bitter, but I wasn't going to apologize, 
that's what I meant. I was like, there's part of me that wants to pretend that, oh, I'm just acting. And I was like, no, I guess there is some bitterness that I'm feeling. And it's not like a feeling that I want to hold on to or carry with me. But, you know, it's there. And that's why I said I'm not going to apologize for it. I didn't mean that I wouldn't apologize for things if I did things wrong or if I was an asshole in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in that. But I just, in that moment, I said I'm not going to apologize. I just meant whatever. That's what is happening when we talk about this. That's getting stirred a bit. And, you know, I don't want that to come out in this episode because this episode is about our relationship, which, you Yeah, know, you know, I wonder if we should even... <clears throat> I feel like this episode would be different six months from now. It may be. We can revisit it if you like, but I don't think... Every six months we should do an Ottoman Greg. <laughs> I, I don't think that we need to put it on the shelf and, and you know, we don't need to punt it down the road. I just feel like it's a little messy right now. It's difficult to access those... those... The feeling and the time that we had because it did end and then it got a little funky at the end. And it's difficult now to go back and think about like the happiest parts. I mean, then what is it? It's a protection thing more than anything. It's like, oh, I'm going to access that and then it'll probably just end up feeling sad a bit, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I can still discuss it again. Okay. It's maybe a bit robotic. <laughs> I'm like, here's this. This is the way it played out. But it's also, this is the information. This is the way that it did go. So, you know, we're at the point where we're trying to repurpose these feelings and you're starting to explore yourself and what you want out of life a bit more and being a bit more honest about things and, you know, presenting things to me about what you're feeling with your relationship with Travis. And I brought this up on the last show and you're still in this zone where like, I'll just wait until the kids are grown and then do the things that I want to do. Avoid. I I was like 15, you're going to wait 15 years to, Yeah, because the thought of of what needed to be done, no matter what it was, even if it it was something simple, it still was scary for me because it meant that I'd have to say, like, I need something. (laughs) And it's And I didn't want to need anything. Well, it's a big, scary thing. And, you know, you can't act completely selfishly when you have kids. And Mm -hmm. you took that into account. But you also can't completely sacrifice yourself for 15 years because you have kids. And some of the things that you were saying, it's it's hard to, I like to think that I was still talking to you as your friend at that point. Obviously, I had feelings for you, but uh, I tried my best not (laughs) to let those feelings influence the things I would say I didn't try to guide you in any direction. I really, really put a lot of emphasis on that for myself. Yeah. And I was like, I, I, I don't want to be a person that is pushing a person to break up with someone so then we could have a relationship. Uh, now, was I able to fully separate the two? Probably not. No, I don't. I don't, I don't think so. But. I did ask myself before I ever said anything to you, if we talked about things, you know, I asked myself, is this something that I would say just as a friend? Yeah. And I tried to work within that framework, but you know, I guess as this went on, we were, we were being a bit naive and depending on where we wanted it to go. I I, I don't know if naive, I feel like it was really just, trying to do the right thing you know like we were trying trying to do what was right for everyone and so some of that what part of that was denial like oh we can do this without anything else we we don't need to we don't need to go there like you said we can be on this like 
other higher level of relationship that has never existed before and is better than everyone. Yeah. I mean, the problem with that is the feelings were different for me. They were not just strong. That's like understating the feelings. There was, there was a feeling of deep connection that I hadn't experienced with someone previously. And, you know, I, I've been putting in, obviously, a, a lot of work with myself and trying to get to a spot where I am not avoiding and I can be open and I can present myself honestly. And, you know, some of that did coincide with this time when our feelings were, were forming. And I thought about it. The, was it just because you were there at that time? No, I don't think that by any means. Like, it's something I thought about. Like, no, that's not the case. Uh, you couldn't have just been interchanged with someone else. It's like, okay, this is just where I am in my life. There was something, you know, between us, a connection yeah. and an understanding that was real. And I was like, yeah, I, I was really taken with it. the longest pause we've had yeah you've just got to access it what are you thinking at that point when i say this i mean it just does feel like i don't know it's like a star that burnt out too bright too fast us that's the romance yeah us that's like a romantic way of saying it. Like a supernova is what you're saying. Yeah. Instead of a main mm -hmm. sequence star that yeah, burns. Yeah, it wasn't a long burning, but it was really intense. Yeah, I, we'll get into this later. I don't know if that was necessarily it. I just think. I know it wasn't. That's what I mean. It just feels romantic to think of it like that. I guess what I'm thinking about is like. I mean, that's nice. It is, that's nice to think, oh, you went into this and you just burned out all your fuel so quickly. And then that was the end and you. <laughs> blew up in some brilliant explosion. Yeah. There were many circumstances. I mean, we haven't even gotten to this yet. We're still setting up the relationship, but as things progressed, yeah. fine. You know, we said we, it's been stated. You decided that you wanted to separate from Travis. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, at that point we moved into a relationship and, these are all things that I think are going to come up later than the hindsight. And was it too much too fast? It was a lot. It was intense. Yeah. There was an, there wasn't any other way to really do it at that moment. You can, you can look back on things and say, Hey, yeah, it would have been better if we waited or were slower or whatever, you know, I, it makes me feel a little embarrassed. Why that you just rushed yeah. right in. Yeah. Well, what's the embarrassment that you're feeling? Well, because I don't know. I don't. I. I wanted it to go a different way. You know, I wanted there to be more time in between. But there wasn't. Did you feel that at the time? Yeah. I mean, I felt like, oh, the time. <sighs> Thinking back to that time really gives me like a lot of, um, a lot of, I don't know, adrenaline, anxiety, I guess. Because mm -hmm. it really was such a sad, hard time, you know? So, Again, thinking, having that on one side and then feeling like anything, like I said, anything is possible. Like I can, you know, it, it's weird. Like if, if you and I had just started dating somewhere else down the line, I think that there would be a much more realistic idea about what our relationship could be, you know, and maybe it would have gone different. I'm sure. Okay. It probably would have gone differently. Who knows? But I just feel like. 
because I was cutting something off, I was ending a whole marriage, a whole like thing. That it like it was like um cutting the cord as you're falling in a parachute. You know, like you're going to drop, you know, and you're like, you're free of everything. And maybe some of those things you needed, you know, but, and even though I'm, the analogy is like, now you're falling to your death. That's not what I mean. But it just felt like anything could happen now, you know, like I've cut everything off and I'm, and I have the opportunity, the chance or the opportunity to like be anything, like be the best things that I want for myself. And it seems like that's what you were interested in, too. Um, and then, you know, that that felt amazing. But then eventually things calm down and life continues. And you realize that you didn't have the tools before and you still don't have the tools, no matter how much you think you can do it. Yeah, so there's always the part of the relationship at the beginning where it's the whirlwind and everyone is wrapped up in it. And some of these feelings you're stating do come along with that. But realistically, at least on my end, I would also like to state that you had started going to therapy and exploring these things before you made any decisions. And you were really doing some work and trying to figure out what you wanted in life. And, you know, that whirlwind part, Certainly, you can't escape it, and it influences decisions, but that reality that you mentioned was like a reality I thought about from the beginning. I was like, there's a lot going on here, and in... I have to be honest, I didn't think about that. And that's okay. You're just... the Whatever we're talking about, like being honest about feelings and truthful about where we stand and the things that we're thinking you know it's it's hard to get there especially for people who want to avoid which you also like to avoid mm-hmm. which is what was surprising to me because i was always a person who would avoid expressing needs desires anything i didn't want to talk i, I was just a person who had no needs or anything mm-hmm. like that And you were always a person who was avoidant, but presented yourself as open and emotional and honest. Yeah. Yeah. Hiding in plain sight rather than isolating in a small apartment in New York. Yeah. So we were the, the just opposite sides of the same coin. Yeah. And that surprised me. But I think that's where some of the understanding lived. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I get this and I know this. And I know the way you operate now. Like I have a complete understanding of the way you operate, even if you go about it differently. The amount of work, though, at that point that I put in getting to a spot where I better understood it and could better navigate it was already, you know, years ahead of what you were doing. Yeah. And it's not an easy process. And I, you know... With you, I'm very slow to change things and to bring new means of action and behavior into my life. You seemingly better grasp things and can implement them faster. Yeah. I don't think immediately because this is years and years of behavior and to unlearn that behavior does take time, but... No, but but there are things now that I realize are happening and I can hear it inside of myself like, oh, there's that thing, you know, <laughs> and then depending on sort of my feelings in general, I can either stop and think about that thing or I move on because it's maybe I'm busy or maybe I'm, you know, overwhelmed with other feelings or whatever, but I feel like a big thing for me is the feeling acknowledging the feeling of something that makes me unhappy or makes me scared or makes me worried. And, and when I know that I'm feeling that I say like, well, I need to, I need to focus on that. What is this? What, what is this? Instead of like, Oh, that's scary. <laughs> you know, like get, shake it off. I don't do that anymore. 
but I do, I just feel like there's, that's my progress. Whereas I guess you're saying like, maybe it would have taken you a lot longer to get there <laughs> to like stop yourself and listen or. Well, I was just saying that because it takes me longer and in my mind's like, all right, it took me years. Maybe it can take her months. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Like you, I, I was making excuses also because yeah, I really liked you and you know, yes, I want to do this. If we list all the things on paper, positives and negatives, weigh the options, how's this going to come out? If you looked at it on paper, it probably was like, don't do this right now. But I also, yeah. I did trust myself in the sense that going into dating you as you're moving out of a relationship, a marriage, I was like, this is going to require a lot of space. And I was like, I can give her room to do the things that she needs to do and feel the things that she needs to feel. And, you know, again, while I understand that I now have needs, I'm still very good at, <laughs> at living without expressing them. Though I feel as though when we started dating, I told you that. I was like, look, I'm going to have some needs. And right now they're small. You do the things you need to do. There's a lot at play here. It's interesting that you say that you weren't thinking about that at all, because if you had stated that to me, then I probably would have viewed things differently. My feelings wouldn't have changed, but I, I, I feel like right now I would have said, no, we shouldn't date. If, if you weren't thinking about all the stuff that came along with the decisions that you were making or what that actually meant. I'm, I don't want to say that. you. Yeah, because I thought about the decisions. <laughs> What yeah. it meant to me. Yeah, I don't want I don't mean to state it that you were just making these things blindly or acting on impulse yeah. or feeling alone. But there was a lot that needed to go into this. And I don't know. <laughs> uh we I don't know where to go with it at this point. <laughs> this is what I mean. This is a difficult thing for us to talk about because it's going to be a difficult thing anyway. I mean, what did, when's it going to be? What, it would be easier to talk about six months from now. It would, would be a, a whole different, I think, picture. What would we say in six months from now? We would talk about, like, the amazing things. Yeah. And not this, like, nuts and bolts stuff. We would talk about, like, I think we would have, like, a structure of what happened. And then we would talk a lot about, like, the, the, the wonderful feelings that we had. All right, and we'll then talk go about it. and then move into the sadness of how it started to decline. You know, well, that's for the next episode. We can talk about the wonderful things. I mean, none well, of this. I keep trying to, and you don't do it. And you're like, so. <laughs> Just you don't. When when did you set it up? When did you try to say something wonderful? I said it a couple twice, I think. Well, I'm sorry if I shut you down in that moment. You didn't, but I feel like you can't go there. Go there. Let's see what happens. If you want me to lead there, I'm probably not leading there. But none of this would have happened if those feelings weren't amazing and intense. And yeah. if it was just, oh, no, I just kind of have a crush on her now. It's like none of this would have happened. This was yeah. a fucking big, big decision overall. A lot of big, giant things happened. And the feelings, obviously, in, in order to move through that, Right. Had to have been just as big. So, yes, they were there. I was I was swept away. So, so, you know, present some of this. I'll go there with you. But yes, there is a, you know, like anyone who. It is interesting to think how we would have presented this if we talked about not even six months down the line, but if we talked about it while it was happening. Yeah. You know, the fact that it existed and it never could come up on the show. And for the reasons you stated are very valid. And I was with you on those. I was like, yeah, I get it. And then COVID happened. Yeah. But this look, this is getting into the demise of it. If you want to talk about the good things, talk about the good the, things. The, the demise wasn't at the beginning of COVID. COVID started happening when we were starting to ramp up. And then and then. That sort of put some things on the back burner as far as like paperwork, you know, like getting things done as far as a separation and a marriage ending and all of that stuff. 
you know, so that, that, that sort of stopped us from talking about it publicly. Yeah, at that point, sure. I mean, but not then to- it just went on so long. And then it turned into something where it's like, we never even got to talk about it. It was sad. <laughs> it was never, ever presented on our podcast, yeah. on the radio show. Nope. It was there. People knew. Some people knew. but Some people knew. Most people didn't know. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to talk about the feelings, it was like, you know, for the first time for me, I was entering a relationship with a person that you said you felt as though anything was possible. And, you know, I felt the same way. It was, it was this, wow, we get each other. We understand how each other's brains work and we want the same things. And I feel as though we also know how to get there and get those things. And yeah, I was, I was completely enamored. I thought it was going to be easier because I felt like there were things about us that were the same. Such as? Well, all the stuff that we've talked about where it's like some of the ways that we might think about something or the ways that we deal with things or just the connection that you and I had. I felt like things were going to be easier than they were again, because just because we had a leg up on some of those things doesn't mean that I was ready for to, to audit, to, to start implementing the things that I needed to change in a new relationship. Because, and because of like how, how we ended up breaking up. I mean, it's that part of that was because, well, that part, a lot of it was because I wasn't, I couldn't just because I knew I did something. I wasn't ready to start changing that. We're still talking vaguely. I feel and we're dancing around and moving back into the breakup again when this was supposed to be, and it's supposed to be about us dating. And look, I think some of the problems and difficulty of talking about it openly is tied to, you know, when you have these great, I hate saying expectations because I never really expected anything specific out of the relationship other than, hey, whatever we decide to do, we can do that. And I expect that we will put in whatever work is necessary to make sure that happens. But what I was going to say, when you have these great expectations for a relationship, when it ends, yeah, it's going to hurt. And then I think it's hard to talk about it openly like this because it can stir those feelings, but also because it is, you know, a lot of it is the way it started. Um, I don't know if you, you mentioned you... You know, you got emotional talking about moving into this relationship, ending your relationship with Travis. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't know if you feel embarrassment, shame. I don't know what's tied to that. Um, Because certainly a lot of people are going to have their opinions on what you're supposed to do when you're in a marriage. And if you stick with it to the end or... You know, whatever. That, I, I, as far as I'm concerned, that's a matter of personal choice. Some people think that you just stick with it no matter what. And other people think that, no, be realistic and make the hard decisions and do things that you need to do. But I think that talking about us, because there is that element of it, maybe also hinders the discussion of the feelings that we were having for each other. Because they were fucking intense. They, It was, yeah. you know... It was something that I didn't know what to do with. I was like, my God, this. this." Yeah. I felt like it was shooting out of my fingers and my toes. Yeah. And it's such a strange thing for someone you've known for so long. Yeah. And as we've stated before on the the Autumn and Greg episode, nothing ever happened. Like we'd never kissed nothing between us. We'd slept in the same bed plenty of times. (laughs) Yeah. I never even got in to our the, younger, drunker days. Yeah. And it never even got to that point. It was like, I don't know. It's just my friend. And mm-hmm. 
no, that attraction wasn't there for whatever reason. I'm not saying that there, you know, there were obviously opportunities, but it's like whatever would come of that opportunity isn't worth my friendship with her. Yeah, and I never felt that from you. You know what I mean? I never got the vibe of like something might happen. You know? Yeah. So for so for this to come into play so many years later. Yeah. Again, it felt very important. It did feel important. Yeah. It's like of course undeniable. You know, as far as I was concerned, it's like, yeah, this wouldn't have, it wouldn't have worked previously. If we had tried to do it previously, the kind of person I was at that time, nothing, it wouldn't have lasted. Nothing would have come of it. No. And I think I would have been so disappointed. You know what I mean? Like I would have been excited to like my friend Greg and then for you to do, oh, maybe that's how you feel now. So because the, oh, oh, I'm having a light bulb. So I, what I was saying is that like I would have been so disappointed in like being treated the way that I've heard you treat people because, you know, like you just sort of back away and slowly disappear from the relationship. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I would have been all needy and been like, what's wrong? <laughs> and I like couldn't have ended it because I can't do things. And so it would have just been this like really sad, disappointing ending. And now I'm thinking... Oh, maybe that's what Greg experienced with me. Just another, I treated you just like I treat every love in my life. Yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, that really hurts. We'll, we'll get to that next time. Greg. Well, hold that thought for next time. We can, oh, we can. I feel like I just got punched in the gut. We can continue talking about the moment uh, <laughs> these things and this relationship was coming together oh man I'll let you sit with that for a second <laughs> yikes I mean I, I what I, I'm not saying that anyone is right or wrong or anyone's like a villain or a hero in this scenario but I'm saying like I can feel that now I understand what that feeling was for you that we'll get into on the next show. Yeah, we'll but get into. But what I'm yeah. But I'm just saying it's, it's, no. Okay. Interesting. You're the villain. You're the villain. <laughs> you just you just had the realization that you're the bad one. No, I'm not the villain. We're both the villain. <laughs> I'm less so the villain. No, we're both the villain. It happened we both you're, did things. You're more I didn't I didn't do things. Okay, I did some things. Whatever. I'm just teasing you right now. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just giving you a hard time. I know. It's okay. Man. All right. Man. Okay. Wow. Well, I know this is coming off. As... This was a clunky thing. Did you feel clunky? For yeah, episode? of course it's clunky because it's yeah, not, a, it's, it's not really a, hard. It's not an easy thing to talk about. If you want to revisit it at some point, if other people want us to revisit it, we can, yeah. we can go back to it. I don't, you know, maybe we can speak more openly about what our feelings were in the moment. Uh, yeah, because you really can't talk about you really, we really can't talk about what happened with us without going right into the end. No, I guess we can't. Yeah. And again, there's hesitation to open up. Yeah. So take what you will from it. We dated. I and had it really was. It really was. Greg, it really was amazing. It really like I've never felt like that. You know what I mean? That that type of like intensity was really cool. You know, I'm really glad that I got to have that, especially with someone like you. That's not like some person I'll, I might never see again or something. And it was like maybe it me means less because it's someone I I didn't know very well, you know, like even though it, be, it, it threatened our friendship because of it ending, it still like was something that I feel so glad that we got to have that together. Like not only do we have to like, do we get a friendship for that long, but then we also got to have this like really important 
crazy time in our lives together. That's neat. Yeah, I can get to the point at some point where I say it was neat. <laughs> okay, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I agree with what you're saying. Um, you know, as we talk about this, and I I continue to process the feelings around it. There's times that I think, all right, I've processed it, and then shit gets stirred up, and it gets mm. stirred up even more. I'm like, okay, obviously there were more feelings. And then I process those feelings. And then talking about this now, when you talk about it's neat, it's like, yeah, I agree with you. But it's like there's a little bit of sadness that seeps in. Because... Yeah, well, I mean, I am crying. No. I, so for me too. <laughs> I'm just explaining my reaction to it. Okay. I'm like, yeah, sure, it was neat. But yes, when you state that, I agree. It... Okay. uh I feel like I had a thought that I was going to say while you were talking about that. Um, but now it's slipped my mind. My mind is blank on the topic, which is a defense mechanism. Oh, okay. Coming into play. Okay. <laughs> I'm, well. I'm sorry that it was so clunky. Do people want what, I mean... The specifics of the relationship, I don't know. I'm sure people think, what the hell, dating me was like a robot, but I don't have people know I'm not a robot. No. I've, I've got quite a deep emotional side. You do, but then there's a part that short circuits, like you, a robot would. How so? Because something like this happens and then you you cannot speak <laughs> and your brain shuts down. Well, I don't think that that's, that's strange to have, you know, brain shut down a bit. Yeah. Maybe no, it's not strange, you know, it, for going into the relationship and all the things that were having to be dealt with that came along with you leaving a marriage having kids long distance there was a lot covid to, yeah covid came into play there was a lot to navigate um yeah. i had again i'm trying to find the right word for it but uh you know i wanted us to go to great places big places places that for me that is like no nah, i can't go there i've never dated anyone that, that even seemed possible to do that with and, you know, maybe it just, the whole thing needed more time. Yeah. Because then I could have given you a more <clears throat> realistic, again, expectation, you know, about what I was capable of. Because it was so fresh in the beginning after, you know, leaving that it did feel like, like I said, I, I felt like I could do anything. And so, yeah, I was with you. Like, yeah, let's do everything. Let's go to those places. Let's do that together. We can do it. We can do anything. But I, I guess I couldn't do everything. I, Maybe one day I will, but I can't, I couldn't then. I just wanted you to look at things realistically. I was like, hey, I'll give you the space to do this process all that shit yeah i mean part of that is that you have i mean i have to find my own way through it you know even if i go the wrong direction or i make mistakes or whatever you know and so you saying like you had i needed this i need you know i wanted this for you it's like yeah i want those things too but i can't i can't get those things without discovering them myself yeah which is a hard place for you to be in. But I knew. Yeah. I knew. I just... I don't know. But it was to our detriment. Ultimately, yes. Which, look, this whole thing is... Uh, it is hard to not just talk about that stuff. 
the I know. <laughs> Let's do it next time. What went wrong and what led us to to breaking up. I I yeah. think despite this being clunky, it should be stated that our feelings were very real, very deep, very intense. I think that they were complicated in a good way and a bad way, possibly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it wasn't this careless, let's just... No, it, no it, was not, it was not frivolous. No, not by any means. Like, the only reason that, and I speak for myself, not with the intent to be insulting, but to get involved in something as messy as it was. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's got to be it's like, okay, there's something worthwhile here and something big and something that I may not be able to get, you know, anywhere else or at least something that is rare. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, as far as accessing those feelings goes right now, that's the most I can state. Yeah. It is surprising. It. it is surprising how difficult it is to talk about because it doesn't do justice. You know, what the relationship was and how we felt and meant to each other. I feel like this episode doesn't actually <laughs> present that or honor yeah. it or yeah, relay so it. But Again, there's there's parts of it that I do find to be interesting. The sense that I think that even if we had talked about it while we were in the relationship still and not broken up, it may have still been like this. Because the fact is, you left a marriage. It wasn't for me, but I was there and a part of it. You yeah. were having feelings. Would you have acted on those feelings eventually? You can't ever say for sure, I guess, right? But I have to, I don't know. It, 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 everything you explored and said to me when I'm taking inventory of what's being presented and what's going on with us, it feels as though, yes, at some point that's going to happen. I'm there. And maybe some decisions are made because of that. But, you know, it's not right. the only thing. But, you know. It playing out that way, it's like there are other people involved. Travis is out there. You have kids. Other people are hurt. It's like I, I, it feels strange to come on and talk about things, how great and wonderful it yeah, was. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It's interesting. I didn't think about that. Even if it was. Yeah. I don't know if it would have been presented that way while we were together. Mm-hmm. Now there's the added element of us having been having us break up, but you know that adds to it. But you know it's I, I take I th- I think about other people who this information could affect and make feel bad. Yeah, for sure. And you don't want to rub it in. It's the last thing you want to do. It's like, hey, we have this wonderful thing. Hey, you didn't get to, you know, not you had to feel the pain yes. of that. Of that happening. Yeah. I know. Um, so. And I, and I don't want that. And I don't. I don't. But I. Like you said. Like I also do want to. Maybe it will be conveyed. In the breakup. Episode. Because. We will be able to get more into. The feelings we had. Things we didn't say. Things we wish we should. You know what I mean? And so. Maybe. More will be revealed you know an episode that might be the glue of this one well i think as far as the show goes and being the most insightful or entertaining you know if it doesn't serve that purpose to as to a level that we wish it did i apologize but i think for us and a lot of it's what I said before, doing these shows is, you know, the time I feel on the same side as you. It's not that mm-hmm. as I work through my feelings that our relationship left me with, you know, I felt at odds with you and not on the same team as you. Mm-hmm. That's lessening. And I feel less as 
time goes on. But doing the podcast for me is also a selfish thing for us. I know that this is a show that other people are supposed to listen to. It's entertainment. But for me, it's like, hey, this is a medium, a forum where I feel like I'm on the same side as Autumn as we talk through yeah. these things. And you know. I feel that, too, during the show. But for a while, us recording felt like afterward i was it was all too much it was i was exhausted it was too emotional too much energy well that's when you were just still doing regular topics yeah but we were having like issues you know like things were happening with us things would be weird yeah no i mean uh, and what all of it just felt like in too too much and so like for you, it feels like, yeah, this is the way that we can get through things. And then for me, it was just like, oh, my God, I can't deal. With this no, anymore. I mean, these episodes. I'm talking about those, too. Oh. But I'm saying it all started to feel. Well, we've only done two of them. Well, three, if you count the one where Autumn's back and it was a half episode. This is our third. Well, they're hard. They are hard. But I think hard the ones before, I think the ones before, after breaking up were harder when we would just talk about normal topics. But spend an hour before the show <laughs> those were harder and i you know that what i'm talking about here is i think that this is helpful at least for me i don't know if it's going to okay. be helpful for you after we're done with this and stumbling our way through this but what people are yeah. hearing is also us talking about some of this stuff for the first time so yeah so enjoy so yeah enjoy <laughs> this is real you know what at least it's real it's not they, you don't have to justify it. It's good. We no, I'm just, maybe I'm justifying it for myself. Okay. That it's real. And sometimes things are, you know, it's not so smooth. And we're not a show that is, you know, produced. So sometimes you're going to get a clunky thing because life is clunky. So <laughs> I'm talking to myself, not so, to anyone else. I so guess. deal with it. <laughs> yeah. All no, right. I think there was an idea. It's like, oh, come on. We'll talk about how wonderful it was and great. And like that. We couldn't there. access it. That was there. But it's, it's not, maybe we'll never access Maybe that's just for us also. We're not going to yeah, relay it. Yeah. All right. It's fine. Everybody, thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for, we got a lot of new listeners. <laughs> so, um, yeah, people are really the interested. They're really interested in the gossip. I know. Most downloads Go back to the ever. beginning. Start from the beginning. Check out Home Alone. I will tell you this, and then now this is... Those are good episodes. This is inside shit, but I'll keep it in the podcast. The spike in numbers, people did... If you go look at the episodes, people did go back. People have listened to like all the episodes or That's awesome. many of them. That's really cool. So thank you for coming. Uh, like and subscribe, rate and review, hoffandpepper.com. One topic, 15. 15% off some really good hot sauce. Um, also, do something with the ad at the beginning because... It, We've made $20. No, hey. <laughs> Don't do... No one needs to do anything with that. Don't talk about the ad. <laughs> All right. We didn't put... funny. We didn't put the ad there. Somebody put, bought time. Then the ad's going to disappear at some point, And then this... Oh, yeah. No one even knows. All right. Edit this part out. No. It stays okay. like everything else, but now it makes Thanks, no Greg. sense. Thanks, Greg. Greg. Hey, Autumn. Do you like hot sauce? You know, I do like hot sauce, but I'm getting pretty bored of my regular Texas Peter Tabasco. I'm looking for a local sauce without mm. any additives or extracts, a company that uses local peppers so it's as fresh as possible, and a company that really cares about the integrity of the sauce and where their ingredients come from. Definitely. And hey, while we're at it, I don't want a sauce with too many ingredients. Mm -mm. You know, a lot of other sauces out there, they have all kinds of fillers. So I'd love to find a sauce with, I don't know, what? Let's say no more than five ingredients. I mean, it's crazy, but there's got to be a company out there that hand processes their sauce. You know, bottling and labeling every bottle themselves. I'm probably asking a lot. Well, you really are, but there is a hot sauce out there who only uses five ingredients. What? Zero fillers, huh? additives, or extracts, 
and who bottles, labels, and packages everything themselves. It's called Hoff Sauce. What? They're a small batch hot sauce company out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, that's won best Louisiana style sauce in the country. How many times? Not once, not twice, three times. Three times! How does that sound, Greg? I think that sounds amazing. You know how you can get your own bottle of no, hot sauce? No, no, tell me please now. Hoffandpepper.com. And not only am I giving you the gift of the best hot sauce that you'll ever taste, I'm going to give you 15% off if you use the code one topic 15 Hold on, that's... Yes, get a pen and paper. One topic 15 Good. That's O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-1-5. All squished together at checkout. You'll get 15% off your order and your life will be better. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>